Welcome to PDO Podcast, sponsored by the Early Childhood Education Professional Development Organization at PASHI. Here we explore news and views about exciting opportunities in early childhood education and how those who teach our youngest children can build rewarding careers. Welcome to the ECE PDO Podcast for April. This month, we thought we would feature our latest pilot project. Since graduation is just around the corner from high schools and colleges, this is a perfect opportunity to discuss our pilot project that we have with area high schoolers. Sometimes we know from a young age what career we'd like to pursue. Sometimes we don't have any earthly idea until we're already in the workplace. Now, with this partnership from the ECE PDO at PASHI, high schoolers can do more than just think about what career they might like to pursue. They can actually begin their professional development through what's called a concurrent enrollment program and earn college credits at the same time. It may sound a little complicated, but we're going to get to that. Simply speaking, the ECE PDO project partners with area high school students that are juniors and seniors that are interested in a career in early childhood. These students complete their high school education while at the same time taking college level coursework that can be transferred to a CDA, Child Development Associate Credential, an associate's degree and even a bachelor's degree at Shippensburg University. There is no cost to the high schooler who participates in the concurrent enrollment program. Aside from the time invested in studying to advance their career, this project is free. I'm Liz Naus, director of the ECE PDO at PASHI. I'm joined today by Mr. Joshua Campbell, who is the cooperative education supervisor for Eastern York High School, as well as Isabella, a senior at Eastern York High School. We're so pleased that Isabella is participating in this ECE PDO current enrollment program and advancing her career in early childhood education at such an early start. We're excited to learn your thoughts about this great opportunity so that you may share it with some of our potential students. Welcome, Mr. Campbell and Isabella, and thank you for joining us. Thank you. We're glad to be here. Yes, thank you. I appreciate the opportunity to discuss with you. Great. Mr. Campbell, can you share with us and our listeners a little bit about the ECE Concurrent Enrollment Project and how it works at Eastern York High School and and a little bit how this opportunity was introduced to your students and their parents? So at Eastern York High School, we have a department which is called Cooperative Education, which again, as you stated, is starting your career possibly in high school or getting prepared for high school. So this current program that you're speaking of was offered to our former principal, and it was advertised to us about how those interested in education may take advantage of this. At Eastern York High School, we have a program which is called Child Care and Development, and our students that are enrolled in there are ones which may have an interest in becoming educators in the future. So it seemed like a logical fit that some of our students there may want to utilize this program where they're able to take college coursework during the school day. Um, Bella, she currently takes college coursework, and she's able to do so remotely from her own living room if she would want to, own house. We also have a second student who's enrolled, and she comes down to our career center and completes the coursework there, which is also then partnered up with the work that they do at a local uh, child care facility as well. So it's been extremely beneficial for our students because they're able to get a jump start on their potential career and learn what they do like, what they maybe don't like as well. But just to take advantage of this, because as you mentioned before, and probably will mention again, they're able to kind of take this as a jump start to potentially earning an associate's degree or a bachelor's degree. And it's just been a great program for our students to take advantage of. 
Thank you. That's that's great. So your program in as a cooperative education, you will help them to find employment as well, or do you place them in internships and in employment should they desire? So the answer to that is yes to all. So ironically, the daycare facility that Bella's currently employed at, I was actually employed at when I was in college. So that's kind of ironic. Um, but I can help them find placements as well, and I can help them find future employment as well. So it's not just um, the field of early education. We have all kinds of different industries that are involved. But to answer your question specifically in regards to this program, yes, it's helping them find facilities that would be appropriate for them to work at and to get their hours in for the program. Well, that's very full circle for you. It must be very, it must have been very fulfilling to be able to place a student in a place that you worked at before as well. That's great. Uh, welcome, Isabella. Um, how did you come to have an interest in early childhood education? What, what prompted you to want to choose the field of early childhood education and even take these courses? So um, I normally babysit a few kids, and that's when I really got familiar with young children because I don't have any younger siblings. And teaching just has always seemed like something I would like to do and be involved in and something I'll never really want to not do. And also, it gives you the chance to make a difference in the world. That is so true. There won't be a day you go home from work that you don't feel like you made a difference in somebody's life. There's very few careers that you can say that you can do that in. And early childhood education or teaching in general is certainly one of those fields. And with the teaching shortage um, in both you know, pre-K-4 as well as in the high school level, and certainly in the early childhood, there is quite a crisis level of not having qualified or having staff in, at all in any of our programs. Um, we saw during the pandemic that how vitally important childcare is to our economy. So we are grateful to have high school students such as you making that commitment early on and certainly taking these courses is one way to get you to that, that new job as, as you graduate from college. Um, it looks like you're taking two of our co college courses right now, and you already took one in the fall um, with your high school classes. What do you think was the most profound thing that you learned so far in taking these courses that has helped you? So something that I learned early on um, in the course is that there's like a behavior pyramid with like how be like challenging behaviors happen. And they called it like a red arrow moment. And that that is not the time to try to teach a child to do something differently because at that moment they aren't listening and it's only, it could even uh, make them want to do the behavior more because they're getting attention from it. Um, I understand um, from speaking that you to you earlier that you are working in a child care center. Do you want to talk a little bit about your experience and how your classes that you're taking have had an impact or an effect on your work experiences? So in my first semester last fall of taking a course, I did it and I didn't really have time to work at a daycare. But as soon as I started doing the courses the spring semester and I was also working at the daycare, everything kind of came together and I was able to see like how I, what I was learning was actually relevant rather than just like I'm learning this, but I can't apply it anywhere. That's exactly what these classes are designed to do, is to give you the hows and the whys. And really, that makes so much of a difference in, in when you're teaching, is being able to know the why behavior you, like you just described, and, the, and kind of the timing of when you, can, when you have a student's intention. And that's really no matter what age group you're, learn, you're teaching, is to learn that. And so that's great that you've been able to apply those, that, you know, that knowledge and as you go 
into your classrooms. I'm sure your students have really benefited from your experiences in the in the classroom, both both in the classroom and in your in the book world as well. Have you found the classes to be very difficult to do while you're going to school at the same time as far as the level of difficulty and then even from a time management end different than high school courses? So the classes so far have not been too difficult or anything that isn't unmanageable. I have like my other classmate who's taking the classes that if I ever need help with anything, she's there for me too. Mr. Campbell is a great help. And then my teachers are always available by email. So any question I have can be answered. And something that I've learned through the pandemic is that time management is important, especially when you're learning virtually, because you need the motivation to open up your computer, even though you're not going to school or anything like that. Uh, you mentioned something about you know, something that caught my attention is you know learning virtually. And when we put these courses together as a pilot, especially for the high school level, we were concerned that you know having just coming off the pandemic or coming out of the pandemic, when when students were probably and I and I know this was a shock, were thrilled to be in person as opposed to being online. Um, so I know that um, we were worried that going to a virtual course would be difficult for our students to be able to to even feel motivated, like you said. Um, we plan to do some of them in person and doing them as well as doing some hybrid models and in doing them as interactive. Um, did you find this course to be interactive even though it was online? So we do actually have a lot of like discussion posts that we participate in and respond to our peers. So that's really helpful, even though you might not really know who they are or who you're talking to, you can still have meaningful discussion with them. Good, good. That's good to know. And the videos that are um, early ed you is the um, creator of that. And that is, um, they are out of Seattle, Washington, the University of Washington has created a lot of the coursework that we're utilizing and through Shippensburg University. And so what's great about those is they were um, designed with a grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So they knew a little bit of something about Microsoft and they knew a little bit of something about putting together some videos. And so the videos, I think, really do help you apply what you're doing, especially since you have the access to an, a classroom environment um, with children, to be able to take what you're doing with those videos and either upload your own or, uh, or watch videos that have a relationship to what you're learning. And at first I was worried about that and wasn't sure how relevant that would be. Um, but it sounds like to me you're finding those very relevant and, and a good experience for you. Are you an early child care teacher who's wondering how you can advance your career at no cost or very little cost? That is exactly what the ECE PDO at PASHI was formed to do. The first step is to apply to the PDO for tuition support. Go to the ECEPDO.org homepage and hit the Get Started button. One of our team members will reach out to you once you've applied and will help you enroll with a participating educational partner that best suits your needs and goals. Whether you want to start with a child development associate credential or advance to an associate's or bachelor's degree, now is the best time to expand your career in early childhood education. Visit ecepdo.org to get started and learn more. Now, let's get back to today's PDO podcast. What have you enjoyed most about learning through the courses? Or, or at least what do you think you're going to enjoy most as you as you embark on the last course and then um, move on to your next level? I've enjoyed um, like doing it virtually because when I'm doing it, like I can be like 100% there, ready to learn, ready to listen. 
Good, good. And so this course, well, the, these courses give you the ability to earn a CDA or child, child Development Associate Credential, or you do not have to do that. You may use those to be not at least nine credits that help you towards your associate's degree if you choose to use those at HACC or another community college that we partner with in the PDO, or um, they, they certainly go directly. These are SHIPS courses and at Shippensburg, and so you can go directly into the teacher education department at Shippensburg um, already with, with nine credits under your belt at le- in the education department. So that's really great for you. What, what are your plans for you after high school graduation? So after I graduate high school, I plan to attend Millersville University for a bachelor's degree in early childhood education. So Millersville is looking forward to having you. Um, we also partner with Millersville University, and I had learned that earlier this week that that's where you're headed. I should have said that earlier. And um, we mentioned that, that you had taken our courses to go to um, our one of our partner schools at Millersville. And so they are very excited to have you there and joining them as well. Um, you seem like a very, very busy student with a job. Um, and it sounds like, to, and you told me you were working with three and four-year-olds in the classroom. And um, what is your what is your job specifically when you go there? Do you read to the students? Do you do activities with them? Do you do outdoor time? What is your most, most of your experiences there? So the students love to read books together. They always just run to the shelf and hand me a book, book after book. Sometimes I'm reading for like hours there. And then I get to help out with whatever crafts they're working on. And I also get time to just sit and observe and like really get to think about like what's going on in the room. So can you tell me if you were, if you had to, to give advice to a future student, because what we're hoping to do is broaden this pilot to across the state of Pennsylvania um, that the PDO covers. Um, we cover about four regions or 62 counties of the 67 counties in um, Pennsylvania. And so we pl- we have requested to do to expand this pilot from what we've learned. And your feedback has been super helpful in helping us to shape what this looks like for future students. So what would you say if you were talking to a student who is interested in early childhood and taking this course? What are some advice you would give them? Give me your top three. I would tell them to just do this program because you're getting not only knowledge, but you're getting credits. And then also you're able to experience what being an early childhood educator is like before you spend thousands of dollars at a college to get a degree. So you get to really like put your feet in the water and kind of understand like what you'd be getting into. That's great advice. Would you um, recommend they take one class at a time or do you think taking the two classes is, is overly difficult or it's just about time management? I would say it's just about time management. They're similar in the fact that you're learning about early childhood education, but they are like two different courses. So you kind of have your own time with each course. And I, I personally was not like overwhelmed with the workload. Do you have any time management techniques that you want to share as well? I always ask everybody this question. So I, um, I love like journaling and having like my calendar and the different colored pens. So I really just plan out like what my to-do list is for the day and like how I'm going to spend my time and when. That's perfect. I think the journaling is a really great idea. It actually works really well with children too. And journaling their, your experiences in the classroom, you, you'll go back and, and see what they've learned and how you've taught it and then go back again and see what, you know, it's a good way to reflect. It's a, you know, a good reflection tool. 
Mr. Campbell, I, I wanted to ask you, since you do t- you do manage the cooperative education program, what would you say would be um, something that you would want students to know about this program? Before I directly answer the question, I do want to make note, like Bella is like a superstar in regards to this. She's kind of like hiding a little bit of what she does as well. Not only does she work at the daycare with this program, but she goes down to our elementary buildings. I think it's twice a week. And she works in a kindergarten, first grade, depending on the day setting as well. So she's not only working with three and four year olds, she's working with five and six year olds as well. So she is a rock star to say the least. So the program has been very beneficial to her. And I think she's done very, very well with that. Um, In regards to answer your question, I, I just think it's a great program for students to take advantage of. Uh, obviously, there's been some ill feelings towards COVID, but it has opened doors for us as well. The virtual learning environment, it showed us that we could potentially be doing education at Shippensburg without technically being at Shippensburg. And it's been allowing our students to be able to do some things that previously were unthought of. So Bell's able to get up to nine college credits without actually being on the college campus. And she's able to do that at her own pace while also not being on her own because she has classmates, but myself and her instructor as well to ask those questions to. And it's a great opportunity for the students to experience that. And as Bell mentioned too, she's able to find out what she really truly loves and also just as important, maybe what she doesn't really like as well, especially with the way education is now with the certifications being so specific, you're able to kind of see, am I more so the early education? Am I primary? Am I secondary? And I think it's unbelievably valuable to find that out prior to going to college, because as Bell said, you can spend thousands of dollars trying to figure that out. Or maybe you can figure that out while you're in high school and have a pretty good direction when you do start your post-secondary career. That's, that is uh, you know, absolutely positively true. You know, the amount of money that you could spend before you, you know what you want to do. Having three children in college, I can completely relate to that and making sure that they have an understanding of what happens afterwards. And Isabella, I can tell you that if Dr. Mancuso hasn't already tried to hire you, you know, project anticipated hire you at Eastern York, um, I, I know a couple other school districts that probably are listening to this or will be listening to this and will certainly want to hire you. Um, it does sound like you have an, a good ability to manage your time well, and certainly with all of your activities. I, I would like to thank you both for sharing your time and thoughts with us today about the Early Childhood Education Concurrent Enrollment Project. And this was a pilot year, and you have helped make this pilot um, more widely successful. So thank you so much for that. To learn more about our, how high school students in Pennsylvania can earn college credits in early childhood education at no cost, please go to our website at ecepdo.org. Thank you. Thank you for having us here today, and I am so thankful to be a part of this program. Thank you for having us and letting us share our experience, and we look forward to continuing the partnership. Good luck to you. That's a wrap for this issue of PDO Podcast. Tune in to more PDO Podcasts wherever you access your favorites, and learn more about the Early Childhood Education Professional Development Organization at PASHI on the web at ecepdo.org. This project is supported by the Office of Child Development and Early Learning of Pennsylvania's Department of Human Services and Pennsylvania's Department of Education.